0: Let's talk about the the individual. How does the individual first find God, and then we'll turn to the society? Because you also talk about this yeah. in your article. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, for on an individual level, I think there's so many kind of so-called spiritual practices, secular spirituality, all of these kind of things. Um, and I'm I'm surprised that very few people try and find God. But I think part of the reason maybe is they don't know how. Hmm. And in in the article that that we've been talking about,
0: yeah, I can we get of, that up? Can we can we go to yeah. the, at the bottom of the article?
1: I kind of suggest, and, and the same way is not going to be true for everybody. Hmm. God can reveal himself in whichever way, you know, he, he wants to. Hmm. Um, but it's just a suggestion on how, based on kind of religious Islamic f- philosophy, how one can find God.
0: Yeah. Um, so you give a is it a three-step method?
1: Yeah. So so the first step is um, ultimately just remembering God at least once or twice in a day. I hmm. suggest in the morning or, or in the evening. Um, and first the first thing be physically clean and that's that's an islamic practice but it's also a religious practice in general to be to be physically clean before engaging in kind of spiritual practices yeah um, make a private place to sit and just spend a few minutes in in focus and concentration and the founder of the Ahmadiyya muslim community Hazrat Mirza Ghulam Ahmad, he he said that when you pray you should imagine that um that that you can see god and if you can't do that then at least imagine that god can see you and that, that's a that's a shit that's a hadith that's, that's a hadith. 100%. Sorry, I thought yeah it,
2: yeah. yeah. Um, it's the definition of a mosin, one who does good.
1: And some people know you know what to say. Some people can think about prayers that they can say, but but often we need some kind of prescribed prayer as well. And I suggest one. Um, and this is actually the first chapter of the Holy Quran. Yeah. Um, that that I've, I've suggested in this article. And the reason is um, the the first chapter of the Holy Quran is called Surah al fatiha Mm-hmm. And this is a kind of equivalent to Lord's Prayer in, in Christianity, but it's it's far superior in its scope. But it, it's not dogmatic. It doesn't appeal to one specific religion or, you know, try and create divisions between religions or say you have to follow this prophet or this person. Mm. It's a general kind of prayer to God. And it has that universality to it. So the, the prayer starts in the name of God, the gracious, the merciful. All praise belongs to God, Lord of all the worlds, the gracious, the merciful, master of the day of judgment. Thee alone do we worship and the alone do we implore for help. Guide us on the right path, the path of those on whom thou hast bestowed thy blessings, those who have not incurred thy displeasure and those who have not gone astray. So if you think about those words, there's barely a person in the world who would disagree with Mm. that sentiment. And so that's a prayer that's very important in Islam, Um, but it's a universal prayer as well so yeah. I, I suggested that you know in, in islam we kind of say it in arabic in our in our daily prayers but it can be said in in english yeah um kind of as, as a way of, of starting and building a connection with god well mm. it's
2: called the Fatiha. means the opening so in a way it's the yeah. it's the opening of your relationship with god as well
1: yeah um that's very true and it's the opening chapter of the, of the quran itself and then so after that you know you can pray pray to god pray for the things you want <coughs> um I once, I once had a friend, sorry, this is a sidetrack. I think this um, counts
2: as a story <laughs> that we're going into as a side issue. So no, no, who, be, um, are, are you, are you sure you want to, Yeah, I apologize, <laughs> but,
1: um, you know, so I, I had a friend from uni who, who, who said that he didn't believe in God. And, um,
2: and I said, well, did why, you just why don't said you... we can't be friends anymore. <laughs> is, that, is that what you said? And I said, <laughs> well,
1: why don't you pray to God? And he said, well, I pray every night to God, you know, but, but nothing happens. And I say, well, what do you pray for? And he says, well, I pray that I'm healthy and I pray my family are healthy. And I say, well, are you healthy? Is your family <laughs> And he said, yes. So I said, well, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so that, that's a good thing to pray. Um, <laughs> but, but also, you know, you can, you can also pray if you want to, for things that are more, more specific
0: or, or things that, you, you know, hmm. that, that you want.
1: And he forgot to reveal God.
0: himself to you. He forgot to reveal himself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that will happen in a very different way for different friends. I've had friends who've done that and they were like, wow, you know, this mm. incredibly unlikely thing happened, which is so specific to their life. Yeah. And, you know, if they happened to someone else, it wouldn't even make sense. But for them, it was like the thing. Mm. So I think, you know, the, the, God will have his own way of, of finding everybody or yeah. revealing himself to everybody. Yeah. So what did you right. say then to, to, to talk about? What did you talk about next? Um, so, so the next
1: part of it, if you if you scroll In down, the broad strokes, yeah, yeah. If you just scroll down, so the ne- the next one is charity, good moral action. So there are two parts to faith. One is to kind of worship God, but one is also to serve God's creation. Hmm. Um, and so, good moral action is really important, and it's a way of bringing you closer to God. Um, and so, this can be kind of anything that maybe one feels that they're they're deficient in or lacking in their moral actions or mm. giving extra to charity or something like that. And you've said ideally a
0: small amount each day. Is that regularity what you're trying to get out
1: there? Yeah, that? exactly. Yeah. Um, and often we talked about the discipline and the kind of regularity in, in, in religion. That's an important factor. Yeah. So doing things, you know, small but often is, yeah. is sometimes better than being super intense, you know, and then right, right. forgetting about it afterwards. Yeah. Um, so that kind of builds a habit maybe. Okay. Um, and, and the last thing is to remember God regularly. So even, you know, aside from those times where you're specifically sitting in, by yourself and kind of like praying and, and, and contemplating, even when you're going about your day-to-day activities, you can, you know, think about God and one prayer in Islam, but it's also in the Bible, in the name of God, the gracious, the merciful. Mm. Um, and in, in Islam, we kind of say that before we start eating or, you know, before kind of doing anything of. Of mm. any any importance you know yeah and things that aren't that important but it's a way of god kind of blessing that thing that we're doing yeah and again it's a way of, of bringing you nearer to god yeah and, and the way that god can reveal himself as we just talked about it can be diverse and unique to the individual yeah and that uniqueness is really the 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 thing that convinces you more so people say well why doesn't god just kind of like come down and then show himself to everybody. Well, that might not convince people. You know, mm. people might think it's a magic trick or people might think that, you know, there's some other explanation for I mean, it. Richard Dawkins famously said that. Yes, he said that even if God's name was painted in, in, in the stars, he said, I still wouldn't believe in God because it was probably just some kind of trick or something like that. Or
2: hallucination, he
1: said, of my mind. Oh, hallucination, yeah. Um, but God knows how he can convince people that mm. he exists and he can build that, that kind of complete certainty and mm. that's what Islam teaches that you can actually go from kind of just having a theory that God might exist to that point of certainty. Okay. And and that's what, you know, these steps can, can kind of help with. And that's what, you know, Islam talks about.
0: Okay. So that's kind of the individual. Now the question yeah. is asking, how do we build, how do we create such a society that is kind of God fearing? What would you say to that?
2: Well, I think, I think he somewhat answered it in so far as it begins with an individual. Mm. Um, how do you do it across society? I think I think society is naturally going to come back towards a belief in God hmm. because they're slowly tasting the consequences of not believing in God in almost every facet of society. Hmm. Um, they've, uh, from the perspective of the individual subunit of a family and the breakdown of the family and the consequences that has upon children and upon the next generation, Um, they're going to see that, and they have already seen that to a large extent, especially in deprived areas in the United States, uh, but increasingly here in the UK as well. Uh, In foreign policy and the um, kind of uh, mad rush for global domination we saw in World War I, we saw in World War II, probably going to see in World War III in a few years. Um, Stated very matter-of-factly, isn't it? (laughs) Um, So I, I think in almost all aspects of our life, and especially in the economic sphere as well, where we have this continuous um we're now going into a position with especially in the Western society where we have an, an odd odd two things happening we're having a recession along with inflation, which usually doesn't happen at the same time hmm. um, um, you know because of because of a variety of reasons, but you know the interest- we don't need to go into that, but the point is is that that entire system is also failing people at an industrial scale the interest-based the economic interest-based system. economic system so mm. so i think the and, and interest is explicitly forbidden by well, every every um abrahamic faith islam christianity and, and judaism and almost certainly probably other religions as well yeah um so i think at every aspect of society people are realizing slowly slowly and they're coming towards a belief in god um they're not going to come to christianity Mm. Right, because frankly, Christianity is, you know, a dying religion. Mm. I, I think Christians Christians know it as well. Mm. It's it it has. Uh, no power or sway over the minds of men anymore. Um, uh, And the reason is, is because Christianity and the, first of all, Christianity had very few doctrines in the first place other than believe in the sacrifice of of Jesus. But whatever doctrines it did hold from a cultural and church perspective, it's Mm. abandoned them. It's become a mirror to society rather than actually becoming, being a guardian over society. Very different to Jesus's
0: original message. Yeah. Which is following the commandments.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. So I, I think that the only only religion that's going to be left standing is going to be Islam, and this is exactly what Andrew Tate said as well, and we covered it in another video, hmm. uh, which is that he he chose Islam. He said because there isn't another religion to choose, hmm. there is no other religion to offer on offer.
0: So the showdown will be kind of Western atheism versus. Islam,
2: yeah, yeah, and I think you know when the when the threat of communism disappeared temporarily between eighty nine, nineteen eighty nine, and you know uh, Russia's um, actions in Ukraine, hmm. what happened? You know, hmm. Islam was the big bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Western civilization was like, oh, Islam is the big bad guy. And at the moment Russia, now it's going to be Russians at <clears throat> right now. Now you know you notice. Do we hear about Islam anymore? And Ru- Islam being the big bad guy? Hmm. It's completely disappeared from the airwaves because we got a new we got a new villain on the scene, mm-hmm. right? Uh, who we can pick on and who we can, well, we, who we can say this guy is the evil one, right? Mm-hmm. We need to focus on Russia now. So they, the media can only handle one villain at a time, basically. But culturally, mm-hmm. it still it feels like
0: Islam is still seen as and, and understood as the real alternative, and this is what yeah. the Tate crowd are kind of um, cottoning onto. Are cottoning yeah. onto, and the Jordan Petersons are kind of trying to fight against. Yeah, resurrect Christianity.
2: Yes.
1: (laughs) Well one thing that Andrew Tate said that convinced him about Islam was he said that if you look at any Muslim and you offered him like a million pounds to denounce his prophet, you know, the Mm. Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, that Muslim would not do that. Even for however much money you offered, Mm. he would not denounce his prophet for for, for the sake of worldly wealth. Yeah. And I think that's really true. And I think it kind of signifies that even in ones who aren't
0: that observant
1: yeah
2: even exactly. in the ones exactly even yeah. the ones who are not really observant, they won't even import yeah th-
1: <laughs> <laughs> there's there's no other philosophy in the world that actually can become dominant over materialism because there's no other philosophy that people believe in as strongly as mm. the current kind of world we live in, and liberalism you know yeah everything that we 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 have currently yeah. And Islam is the only one. So by definition, I think it's the only one that can challenge
0: the, the current power. What then about Ahmadiyya Islam versus non-Ahmadiya Islam?
2: How do you kind of see those two? Well, non-Ahmadiya Islam has no answers as well, mm. you know, to a large extent. You look at, for example... Or has a million different answers. Or has a million different <laughs> answers. I don't think it has a really an answer because they've gone away from the Qur'an. Hmm. So the Quran is the seat of Islam it's the throne of God okay that's hmm. what the, that's what the Quran is in this look in this world it is the throne of God and if you at the end of the day you relieve that and you prefer the words and the sayings of this scholar that you followed in the 13th century this particular molvi or muallim in 14th century at the end of the day they might have been holy and pious it's not the word of God hmm. and 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 the, the the great sign and the great indication that the Muslims have abandoned um the word of god is is what jesus said you know you shall know a tree by its fruits mm. okay the fruits of the muslim world are um uh human rights abuses right sectarian warfare the modern muslim world the modern muslim world not the not the original muslim world sectarian warfare you know being dominated by western powers fighting amongst fighting, themselves yes. right natural disasters poverty and disease Right. You can't. The only countries you can look to with any semblance of a question of whether they are actually developed are what Dubai, UAE, Saudi. How do they get it? Immense oil wealth, which instead of actually bettering the condition of other Muslim neighbors, they use it instead to bomb them. Mm. Right and they use it instead to kind of ferment war with other Muslim nations as well, or they have degenerated into complete hedonism. This is the condition of u a e and Dubai and these many of these nations, right so the idea that they are paragons of Islamic virtue they have a lot of money, so they can buy themselves out of poverty and disease, mm. which is what you generally see in other muslim a lot of other Muslim nations, but they're still at war they're funding proxy wars with other nations so you know the reality is is you know Ahmadi Islam versus non-Ahmadi Islam. Ahmadi Islam is the only community with a Khalifa. It's the only community with an Imam. It's the only community that, despite trying to kill it over 120 years, continues to thrive and develop. Mm. Right. So, and we're the only community that actually reconciles the multiple theological. Um, uh, errors that Muslims themselves have let creep into Islam by believing in Christian and Jewish doctrines mm. and letting them and, and introducing them into the body of Islam. The major one being the death of Jesus, obviously. Yeah. Other ones being things like Taqdira well, versus... Continuing yeah, life of Jesus. Continuing life of Jesus. Taqdira versus free will is another one. Mm. Um, <clears throat> the, the the necessity of prayer and the answering of prayer. Mm. You know, so many even the holy book being kind of whole and not abrogated. I mean, there's a massive one. You know, so many non non Ahmadi Muslims they believe the Sunni Muslims they believe that the Quran is abrogated, parts of the Quran are abrogated. They can't tell you which verses. Yeah. Right. So the ones they don't follow. (laughs) It's the ones they don't follow. So pretty much the whole of the holy book is therefore left in doubt, even though the beginning sentence of the book is pretty much, uh, you know, (laughs) uh, (laughs) right. this is that perfect book which has no doubt in it. How can a book have no doubt in it if you don't even know which verses are applicable? Mm. You know, the whole book is thrown in doubt. If you have even one verse, the whole book might be the verse that you're worried about. Mm. That actually might be the one that's abrogated. So you're saying then that it's uh, it's kind of Ahmadiyya Islam versus
0: versus the kind of Western atheism. Yeah, and, and I think the, the Sunni Muslims are,
2: Yeah, and I think the Sunni the Muslims have also a major aspect of Ahmadiyya Islam is that we believe that God still speaks. Hmm. You know, why would you want to be part of a religion that uh, God's not even gonna talk to you? You're gonna get up in the middle of the night. But, you know, five times a day. Some of the times you're in the UK, Fajr is like 3.30 in the morning. And it changes drastically throughout <laughs> the day. <laughs> it goes from like 8 a.m. all the way back to 3.30 a.m. And Ramadan... And random time jumps. <laughs> Ramadan, in the, Ramadan in the summer is like, you know, you're getting up at like 3.30, 3.45 to do your iftar, to do your sehri, to eat in the morning. Yeah. You do all of this, and God doesn't even communicate with you. And you have no personal certainty. And you have no personal certainty of whether he exists or not anyway, as a result. Mm. And so you're left with this kind of wishy-washy, semi-Christian belief, which is that, oh, well, it's all faith, isn't it, really? And interestingly, you know... Who wants that? That's not religious belief. Yeah. That's religious doubt. Mm. you know it's the glorification of doubt which has happened in the Christian church mm. you know and, and I fear that it would come into the Muslims So you have these these Christian bishops who say oh you know no, I, I'm not even sure that God actually really exists. Well M- so. Mother Teresa famously wrote to the Pope and uh,
0: <clears throat> um, I can't remember the phrase but it's the, the silence of God Yeah, you know she suffers with the silence of God and as our father likes to delight in the, in the answer back from the Pope was I have the same thing <laughs> and me too <laughs> um, yeah. and yeah you're right that is something which theologically the the Non Ahmadi Muslims, many slash most of them slash all of them, kind of deny this ongoing revelation in a real sense, even though individual Sunni Shia Muslims will kind of believe in true dreams and they'll believe that this kind of goes on.
2: Yeah, and but true like, dreams just- are like the lowest rung exactly, you know, at yeah. the end of the day. And if there isn't a the possibility for Revelation. an unequivocal form of revelation. Mm. True dreams, because you can have a true dream, and you're, 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 you're know, like, was that my own thinking, or was that not my own thinking? <laughs> yeah. But you know, if there is a possibility to ascend to a stage whereby God actually communicates with you in a certain yeah. way, then that, in actual fact, at least, is something for you to strive for. But what is there to strive for if you're going to be left in doubt for the whole of your life? Mm. And, and Islam is not a religion which... You know, it has many teachings which do require self-discipline. And at the end of the day, if you're going to give up all of those things, you're not going to date, right? It's a major thing for young Muslim men. Mm. Well, they do date. They just hide it from their parents, a lot of them, right? So so if you're going to go through all of these hoops and jumps, and then in the end of it, you're not even going to get certainty that you've done the right thing. Yeah.
1: And it's like an indictment of Islam that in the past... God would talk to prophets and ordinary people.
2: Yeah, all Not these all prophets. these
0: 13th century saints that they keep talking about and, and citing, they yeah. all have yeah. had these experiences. <laughs> exactly,
2: <laughs> yeah. and yet now God would be silent. Um, yeah, I mean, you look at the Quran, for example, you know, I often point this out, that people really underrate this woman. Okay, I mean, there's one woman in the Quran that if Muslims really reflected upon this lady's behaviour, they would be shocked, right? Hmm. Be, it's the mother of Moses, hmm. right? The mother of Moses was told by God Put your newborn child in a basket on a river and let it go. (laughs) (laughs) This is an ordinary woman, Hmm. pre-Islam, pre-Mosaic law. Hmm. This is an ordinary woman who is a follower of the, you could say, the the Abrahamic faith. Okay, Mm -hmm. Belief in one God, do good Hmm. deeds. Probably some simple laws, right? And she had developed such certainty with that kind of more primitive religious belief in God that she was willing to do that, on 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 effectively, on the basis of her faith. Now, how many Muslim women are there today who, if they thought that God had told them to put a daughter in a river or a son in a river, would go ahead and do that? They wouldn't believe that God could tell them. That. They couldn't well, believe that God could tell them that in the first yeah. place.
0: they will come to one of us
2: psychiatrists. <laughs> <laughs> so my point is, is that you know. If they just reflected on that one example, that one woman from the people of Moses, from the from from the Israelites, she has greater faith than pretty much all of the Muslim Muslim scholars of today, the non-Ahmadi Muslim scholars, because none of them can say that God has spoken to them. Mm. None of them even mm. claim it. Mm.
0: Okay, well, I hope that answers the the question. Um, I think that's all the questions that we have had.
2: That's quite we didn't a really we didn't really <laughs> answer it because. You know, how do we create society? The simple well, answer is that God does. Exactly yeah, this, yeah. Well, that was could have been just said right at the beginning, didn't it? That's what's <laughs> <was> driving actually.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I guess you know, individuals and the
0: need for religion among individuals then
1: create that societal changes.
0: Yeah. It's, and and it's in format. a sense, it's liberating. And this goes back to some of the things we we're talking about earlier about changing the world is, you do your best, but you yeah. liberate yourself from the burden of actually changing mm. the world. You put mm. your effort in with the knowledge that your effort will only bear fruit through God's grace. Yeah. And it's ultimately going to be up to God when the world changes and in what direction. Mm. You just do the best with your what's available to you with sincere intention and hard work. But yeah. you, you're, you're not you're not the one in charge. Fundamentally. Mm. So it will be God who creates it. And we obviously believe that God founded the Ahmadiyya Muslim community by Ghulam Ahmed, the founder of this community, as the Noah's Ark for this
2: age um, to, to reform the people. So, so, so just going back, to, do we rate ChatGPT Answer? No. And is this the secret to happiness? Yes. What, what, what were we talking about? Rational live Livestream. Oh yeah. <laughs> right, okay. That makes perfect sense now. <laughs>
0: okay. Well, thank you very much for watching and uh we're going to be uh trying to do this pretty regularly. Um possibly even as much as every other week, God willing. So stay tuned every other Friday, yeah. Every other Friday. So stay tuned, uh subscribe to our channel, like it and um follow us on our socials. And thank you very much from me.